Welcome back to Talking Lead. This is episode 97. You sure? Yes. Okay. If it's not, whoa, I'll overdub it. <laughs> so it's 97 for now. Yeah, and we're on another on-location shoot. We are. Yeah, probably the first time in a year and a half we've done it from the, a vehicle. Yeah, that the last time we did really bad. <laughs> <laughs> the last time we did it from a vehicle was uh, down in Georgia. Yes, sir. At the first uh, IV eight 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 YouTuber shoot. Uh-huh. And one of the people that were at that shoot that we wanted to get on the show is in the vehicle with us. The other one we met at Eric's. Who did we Eric's? meet? No, did we meet? No, we, we met at NRA. Sh- we met at NRA. Yeah. Was it NRA? Yeah, because yes. we had you on the show in NRA. Yes. Oh, crap. And this was supposed to be a show where we didn't have the people that are in here before, and we've actually had you on the show. But that I've sucks. never been in the vehicle. That's true. He has. See, we'll so now that. I'm in the vehicle. But I'm kind of scared what you guys are going to do. That's true. That's true. Oh, do I need to leave now? No. No. <laughs> no, no please stay. Uh, I don't want to be alone so with these two. So we've got Sooch. Hey. Double right. off. Sooch. And Hank Strange. Hank Strange. In the house without without his uh, sidekick. My yeah, sidekick. Lola? Yeah. Don't let her hear you say that. <laughs> She's known as Lola the boss lady. Oh, I'm sorry. You're her sidekick. <laughs> I would never want yes. to be on her bad side. <laughs> At all. No, someone's got to work. So Lola's working. Making the bacon. Nice. Yeah, so we are at Tactical Response in Camden, Tennessee, uh-huh. where Century Arms, Herman. Jacob Herman, uh, has so graciously invited us all out and provided bukus of ammo for us to test out their new line of products coming out. Yep. Yep. Definitely. It's fun. They've got the uh, RPK, got a couple of different variations of the AK, and what is the, what's the 308 at the end? It's kind of an HK clone. It's and Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it P- P- PTR? No. It's a PTR receiver. Okay, PTR receiver yeah. with set me so parts, and I think they're making a yeah. lot of parts. All I know is it's sweet to shoot. Yeah. Yes. I know it, the handguard gets hot. I, I burnt yeah. my hand on that daggum thing. But the retail is like six ninety nine. It's yeah. unbelievable. So it's be For a three oh eight six ninety nine, you can't yeah. touch that. You need to just yeah. buy that when it comes out because I was asking them how many they're going to make, and they're not going to make a lot, but nice the price is still run. good. Yeah. So yeah. so we're going to get our name on the list. Most definitely. Yeah. <laughs> the guys here. There may not be any left for, for the public. But. So do we have a jack wagon this week? Well, let's talk about what we've done in uh, with guns. Oh. we've done quite a bit. Uh, yeah, we've done a ton this week with yeah. firearms. With firearms. Uh, this week, I just got back from Atlanta. Went down there to do some stuff with SDI. Uh, did a video with Eric, Eric Veteran 8888. Learned how to uh, feed 308 into a belt, or like create a 308 belt. That was pretty how fun. How to create a 308 Yeah, with the little like with the press links. thing and the links and everything. That was pretty fun. Huh. Once you get a good rhythm going, you can do it pretty quick. We knocked out a few hundred rounds. So were you shooting belt fed? We didn't shoot it. This oh. was something he was preparing because uh, he does all the production for FPS Russia now. So I helped prepare for some shoot for that they were doing. Videos yep. coming up. Yep. Yep. So there's like something sweet fun. 308 coming out from FPS. Yes, and yeah. special <laughs> Christmas shotgun too Uh-oh. that y'all will see. That's going to be Christmas awesome. shotgun. Yes. Always be epic. It, it's going to be beyond epic. <laughs> cool. So you were down in Hotlanta in the Georgia Hot area. Atlanta. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Now, did you go visit our buddies at Glock while you were down there? I didn't this time. Uh, there was so much to do uh, with the Rat Veteran because he's also uh, on faculty with mm-hmm. the school. He's a gunsmith, so he's teaching some of the gunsmiths. You're getting everybody on faculty but me. What? How come I don't get to get on when faculty? You finish the degree and you'll get on there. <laughs> <laughs> if I quit going to s*** like this, I would be able to. <laughs> I don't have time. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, it was fun and good time. What about you? What'd you do? Well, let's see. I went up to Ohio uh, for the Asymmetric Technologies um, little product rollout for their um, ASP, the artificial shoulder pocket. Yeah, that sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zeke's flashing us with a photo or something. So you I, gotta, I can't tell you, though, on air it's, because... It's what? long. It's, it's something long. It's something long. It's longer than I am, height-wise. I thought it was a lightsaber at first. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was a broom. Just keep, <laughs> keep an eye out on uh, FBS Russia's channel, probably before Christmas, I'm assuming. So. Yeah. So, yeah. So Ohio, with uh, Asymmetric Technologies, uh, Alex invited us up. You weren't able to make it, Mm-mm. but uh, it was a good time. We uh, got to really test out that uh, asp which you know we've had alex on the show he's talked about the artificial shoulder pocket uh the magnetic system that they've developed that goes on your plate carrier uh and integrates with your uh, buttstock you know they got a magnetic buttstock proprietary that they're coming out with right uh so they had some uh former uh marsoc snipers yeah some some guys from his team out there there were some uh, le guys out there uh the the guys from vigilant VSO. 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 I said VOS. Vigilant oh. Inspector oh. Operations. <laughs> VSO. Vigilant Inspector Ops. Uh, those guys were out there doing a lot of the video. Uh, and then they had hired a crew to do their promotional videos for it as well. So those will be coming out soon. And uh, yours truly got to be in uh, some of those videos. So that was a that was a good time. And then uh, as Zeke is exiting the studio... <laughs> He got a call from his he, pimp. I guess he did. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, uh, and it just got weird. <laughs> we're, we, we've tuned into your call. <laughs> I'll call him back later. That was cool. That's probably a good idea. So, um, I don't know if we talked about it, but we were going to do uh, get some footage of my bounty hunting. Oh, did you? Well, I did on one. Had a GoPro, uh-huh. and I got some footage, but I couldn't figure out how to download it to the computer. Hmm. So until I figure that out, um, from a GoPro, from a GoPro USB, you take out the SD card and then you put it in the computer. It was you like take, a really small SD. Card. Yeah, you have to get an adapter. You have to get an adapter. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hook my car, my cable right up to it, and it downloads. Yeah, that depends well, on which one you have. It was the. Uh, the Bondsman's GoPro, so I don't know. Oh, gotcha. He'll figure it out once he does that. But I, I've been on two since then. And um, we were 100%. Nailed both guys. Uh-huh. Sweet. Uh, the last one was up in uh, eastern Tennessee. And it, it was pretty fun. I mean, we actually uh, we got a call from a, a Bondsman in Connecticut. Yeah. And uh, they had a bounty on this guy. And uh, my buddy called me up and he said, hey, I got one. You want to go? So we went up uh, about four-hour drive. And uh, he was right where they said he was. It was easy peasy, nice breezy. The guy uh, didn't put up a fight. I mean, that was that was kind of boring. But the the stakeout and the casing and all that went great. So you got approval to put it on online. The well, we didn't video that one. Oh, but did you get approval to get the other one? Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah, <laughs> so that that'll be fun. How much was your adrenaline pumping, man? Uh, I was actually pretty calm. Really? It was pretty calm, yeah. I mean, looking at the rap sheet on this guy, I mean, he was a a, a really bad dude. <laughs> you know, so we were expecting some resistance. Actually, hoping for a little bit, but uh, I mean, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't put up a fight at all, man. It's just like we show up and uh, we had, we had okay. police police backup. 
Oh, we had the police you. there just to, you know, make Be sure they got out of hand. Yeah. Um, but uh, the lady opened the door to where he was at. He was, like, renting this house or whatever. So she walks around back. He said, you know, she's like, he's in there. You know, like, <laughs> and this lady didn't know that this guy was wanted or anything like that. So um, uh, opened the door. He was sitting there. He kicked back from, I guess, a day at work or whatever. But he was chilled, relaxed. Um, I think he probably had some uh, artificial relaxant going on. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, I mean, he was, his eyes got bigger than, you know, saucer plates, and uh, he just turned around, put his hands behind his back, and he said, I knew it was coming. <laughs> so, nice. That so, is he going to be our Jack Wagon of the Week? <laughs> uh, or do we have another uh, one? He actually turned out, I mean, he, I, got, I had to sit with this guy for nine hours because we had to wait for the guys from Connecticut to come down and get him. So, we got to hear his whole freaking life how about, story. How about... Let's throw the Taliban on there. Well, let's ask these guys if they got anybody they want to throw on. Okay. Jack Wagon, you're so going to have to explain to me. The, the Jack Wagon of the Wagon Week. Train? Well, let's let Arlie Army do his thing first. Hoorah, Semper do or die, hold them high at 8th and I. It is time for the talking lead Jack Wagon of the Week, so brace yourself, baby. So the Jack Wagon of the Week is somebody either in the gun community, in the anti-gun world, just somebody that does something really stupid when it relates to firearms. It could be... For instance, last week we had uh, moms... No, the two police chiefs. Is it two police chiefs? Yeah, two police chiefs. The two police chiefs, um, what what was their story? Uh, One of them was asking people to invite them into their home to search their house for guns. They may not know that. Voluntarily. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one was in Texas and something similar. Mm-hmm. craziness so yeah. that's the jack wagon of the week yeah. so they deserve thinking, to be there for two weeks our, our moms yeah. against everything when they were <laughs> yeah they were, on Kroger. they were on there yeah so they've been on there um so like this week i definitely want to throw the taliban the people that did that in pakistan oh, that, yeah. that was sick twisted um i don't even want to talk about some of the horror horrific things that they did in that school uh mm-hmm. just because it's just it's it's pushing their terrorism even farther. Right. Uh, so they did some horrible and stuff. And it goes beyond yeah. terrorism, yeah, what, what it, they're doing now. It's some horrible stuff. And the more we talk about it and get into detail with the horrific stuff, they're getting what they want. Mm-hmm. Because people hear it and they're like, oh, my God, that's that's disgusting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're definitely on the Jack Wagon Week. And then uh, the guy in Sydney. In Australia, uh, yeah. In Australia. Uh, that was another rough one. So there, what so. what happened to that? Because all that was going down while I was traveling, and I didn't get a chance to. Basically, he was a, really... he was holding a coffee shop. He's in Australia, right? Yeah, yeah coffee yeah. shop hostage. Uh, did he have a gun? No, was did. was yeah. he ISIS or Taliban? No, or? He, he did have connect. He did, did he? he did have connections with ISIS okay. on gotcha. his Facebook, and he had supported him. And also, they've called for people in, you know, in the West to to go out there and do some stuff. So I think yeah. ISIS, right? They've called for people to do stuff. Well, he might have been yeah. from the West, but he was yeah. born and raised probably yeah. in the middle. Now, of did it. did yeah. he kill anybody? Did anybody die? Yeah, or? He killed yeah. two yeah. people. Yeah. He did. Mm-hmm. One, the guy, the manager was trying to stop him. Grabbed his gun. He shot him. And then a woman was shielding a pregnant woman. And oh wow! He shot her. Yeah. yeah. So, but, then, uh, but then the SWAT or the Australian special guys came in and got him. Yeah, came yeah. in and they jacked him up. Down. Yeah, yeah, they got him. Did he did he take him alive? Yeah, they did. Uh, no, I think they no. did kill him. Yeah, they did. They, kill they him? wiped him out. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah, if if, if they didn't, they should just you know put one more 
<clears throat> just two more shots in there. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. just for good measure. So those are yeah, they, those guys are definitely on the jack wagon train. Another one I want to throw on there too, and this isn't that necessarily gun related, but it's definitely a form of terrorism. Uh, all the stuff going on with the new Seth or Seth Rogen and uh, James Franco movie. <laughs> Who are you right. gonna throw on that one? Well, not Sony? the movie, not Sony. Oh, not Sony. Uh, because the movie is, has to do with Kim Jong Un. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Korea hackers uh, yeah. have hacked into Sony's uh, stuff and started. Funny. Well, it's it's stolen. It's stolen <laughs> material that they're taking and they're using. They're, they're using yeah. against a company, an American company. Yeah, but the emails are cracking me up. Well, yeah, the emails. Yeah. Are, <laughs> I will admit the emails are funny, but it is still stolen. You got to admit it's provided for a lot of uh, good times, good it's, humor. But now it's crossed the line into that terrorism lane because they're threatening to kill anyone that goes and watches it in the theater on Christmas Day. There's already been five theaters that have canceled showing the movie. Right. Um, so now these hackers uh, have crossed that line into terrorism. I mean, they're scaring people out of doing our everyday lives. They're scaring a United States company from making money. Mm-hmm. Um, now, even in Hollywood, they're starting to talk about, okay, we got to be careful with what kind of movies we make. Nah. And that's BS. No, we, we don't a want First that. Amendment. we yeah. got a First Amendment, and these people are attacking it by stealing, stealing material off of other people's emails and using against that company. Just because. Do you, do you think it's really uh, Kim Jong Jung Jin? Whoever it is, <laughs> you the know, leader. Um, yeah, whoever it is, I don't care. They're what's freaking the basketball cyber player that is his best buddy. So what's the solution here? Should we just Dennis bomb Rodman, yeah. Kim Jong Un? I think all gun owners so. should find a movie theater that is and go watch is, it. Is, film, is showing it. And just show up and protect everybody in there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. And yeah. just watch for it's it. Like, and feel feel safe. Yeah, go watch the movie. We're here. Yeah, we're here. Hey, you know, nobody's gonna come in here now. Now we're I don't kind think of those hackers are gonna it. show up. <laughs> if they bomb it, we're kind of screwed. But <laughs> yeah, so so you know, this isn't a a gimmick of by Sony to no. to get people to go watch the movie because, because at first people were thinking that. Yeah, they were thinking you know, this is just a big gimmick by Sony. But, you know, no, Sony's gonna take some hits on this. People. Yeah, today yeah. Sony announced that James Franco and Seth Rogen will not be doing any more uh, interviews or anything because they've had threats on their lives. Which is, you know, at first it was kind of funny. It's like, oh my god, this is a, a stupid movie. Yeah, it's but a dumb movie, and yeah. they even admit it. This is the most retarded movie. Yeah, Why yeah. Are they but do we lives? really feel sorry for Hollywood types? Uh, I don't know. I don't feel sorry. Well, I yeah. feel sorry for them. I mean, that's, that's I mean, not it. But I it's... feel sorry for them in in a free country with the First Amendment rights, and somebody is threatening them, and right. now threatening people's lives because of something they decided they wanted to do. It'd be like if somebody threatened, if Moms Demand Action like threatened us because we talk about guns on our show, threatened to kill us yeah. and our families. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's with it, what. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And that's Butter. another thing. When you have anti-gunners like threatening you, I'm going to gonna, shoot you in the face. Wait a minute. <laughs> they're going to bake high cholesterol snacks for us. That will totally get me. Kill us. They will slowly kill us. They will. They'll clog our arter- arteries. Now, so. did we ask you the five questions when you were on at NRA? Uh, five questions. How'd you get into guns? Uh, military law. I don't even remember NRA. Let's ask you yeah. again. I very vaguely we'll so, remember we'll that. So both question, both both question answer. We ask okay. everybody five questions. First one is, how did you get into firearms originally? I've always been into guns. I grew up. My dad was an engineer, 
So I grew up with a lot of popular science, popular mechanics, and I was always actually. Into now it. that you say that, I think we did ask yeah. you, that, but keep going. Yeah. So that, that's that's, that's you know, but I, I I didn't really live someplace where I can really get into it until we came to live here in America, and then I lived in New York. So I had to first get the hell out of New York gotcha. and move to Florida. And then I started pursuing my freedom. Originally from I was born in Guyana, Guyana in South right. America. Yeah, gotcha. and moved around quite a lot gotcha. before I came to live here. Do you remember what your first firearm was? My first firearm. Are we talking legally or illegally? <laughs> first firearm, baby. First uh, firearm. First firearm was a three eighty in New York. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Probably Jimenez or something like that. <laughs> hey, I had a uh, Lorsen three eighty. That was my yeah. first handgun. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> What about you, Such? Um, I started, yeah, I've always had a love affair with guns. And um, been shooting most of my life. And um, You're a good been, old southern boy. Yeah, hey man, my, you know, my grandparents, my parents, you know, shooters. And uh, 38 Specials, first thing I, I actually bought for myself. And then I was 45s, Colt 45s. Yeah, when they were $320. Brand it's a good new. malt liquor, Whoa. too. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, one time I had some work done on my vehicle, my car. I had an RX-7 years ago, and I had some upholstery nice. work done. And uh, when the uh, the guy that was doing it, he said, I left what was in your glove compartment alone, but I just want to let you know. So when I got in it, I opened it up, <laughs> and there was a thirty-eight special and a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> you talk about the whiskey, wasn't you? Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised that was still there. Yeah. He didn't even see the gun. He saw the whiskey. <laughs> so uh, do either of you have any law enforcement or military background? No. Not me. Experience? No. No. My family was in the jewelry business. There you go. And that's really what got me in into self def- in that kind of self defense. Always right. into karate and those things. But uh, when it comes to pop culture, whether it's a movie, TV show, video game, comic book, whatever, if it involves firearms, what's your go to? What's your favorite? Favorite? My favorite go to. Ooh. You know what? Um, the blacklist. I was looking at that. That's actually pretty good. I it's think. a good show. Yeah. It took yeah. Uh, the first couple of episodes were horrible writing, but it got better. It's like yeah. they fired the old writers. Yeah. And then they started bringing the new. And I like what they were doing with guns in there. You know, they had some cool guns mm-hmm. and things like that. Now I'm watching it on Netflix because I don't believe in paying for any kind of cable. Me either. Ever again. Yeah. So I guess I'm. I came to the end of the first season. Okay. Well, yeah. you, you can. There's other places you can go to get without having to pay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, like Xfinity, mm-hmm. you go. You can go to their website or ABC. What? Whatever network. Is it that ABC? Is. It's on. Or is it? A lot of times you can go to the network's website and they'll have them on the website too. Right. For, for yeah. free, you won't have yeah. to. You don't have to pay for that. Yeah. But I haven't dug I'll in. Some other things. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so what about you, Suge? What's your go-to pop culture relating to guns? I, I like Twenty Four. Yeah, and you know we watched a lot of those, uh, and then there were some we missed, and we've gone back and watched. It's them back and, on uh, the air, right? Yeah, that last that, it back. that last little deal. That was pretty good. Yeah, I haven't started Twenty Four yet because I'm like one of those that once I start, oh, it's gonna suck you yeah. in. Yeah, you want to binge on it, right? Because I'm yeah. like that now. I want to watch three or four. Times. Times. My wife and I binge. Two seasons of Twenty Four in one weekend. Now, have you finished? That um, was crazy. That was. <laughs> have <laughs> you finished seasons? Lindy and Holder? Um, we haven't even started season three yet. Oh, so you no, had, no, no, no. Season two. We we finished season one. What was that called? The it's Killing. Been, the Killing. Yeah. It's been so long since I've watched it. No, I watched that whole thing through. That's pretty good. Yeah. Another one we got into is Scorpion. It's not really gun related, but yeah, I've been wanting to watch that one too. Love that show. I've heard. Is that <clears> the uh, the smart? Yeah. Yeah. I've, yeah, I've seen like four episodes of that. That's good yeah. too. That's on like 
NBC or something like that. Uh, is there or has there ever been a gun in your collection that maybe just a little bit of you is ashamed to admit to have owning? Uh, Jennings J22. Still got it. Yeah. And, uh, in fact, I did a review on it a while back. Did you really? <laughs> it's, you know, it was like... Uh, How'd it fare? You know, you clean it up pretty nice, and if you shoot really high-quality ammunition, it'll do it. But it's finicky. <laughs> yeah. And it's pot metal. But they're they're like, what, 100 bucks? They used to be... I saw one go at a gun show two weeks ago for $80. <laughs> yeah. when, I, when I bought that, because I had a gun shop years ago, and um, I would buy, I would pay 45 bucks a piece for them. Wow. wow. Brand new. And sell them for 69 And in the town we were in, we did a ad in the local newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> we did an ad in the newspaper, and it was stocking stuff, or it was for Christmas. We called all kind of heck. Man. I, mean, I bet you like, sold them, though. Christmas. Yeah, we sold a ton of them. I bet you did. <laughs> heck, yeah. Well, Thanks. you're talking, I'm a bullpup guy, so I'm obviously not ashamed of any kind of guns. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, so, no well, no, I have no shame. What about man. that 380 okay. that you may or may not have owned? Yeah, well, that, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We, we won't Here's talk one. about that ever again. What about one that you had, got rid of, whether you sold it, traded it, whatever, that you wish you had back? Oh, that's good, you know. Um, yeah, this, oh, man. I think I had a, was it a, uh, not a Sega, um, Something in the AK realm, uh, mm-hmm. a three, the three hundred eight. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it is right now. Man, there's so many guns I go through; they do not stick in my brain. You know, because I wind up having to sell guns just to get more guns. Kind of like yeah. women in college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? With, with Marty, Someone not me. I was yeah. pure. <laughs> yeah. But I had a really nice 308. I don't know. I don't think it was Sega, but it's one of uh, you know, it's an AK variant. Mm-hmm. 308. And I actually really liked it, but I wound up selling it to get some other gun and, and you know, I always regret that. Yeah, I wish I never had to sell a gun to get another gun. Yeah. 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 So I don't know if you guys go through that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's part of the disease. Trader, yeah. Trader's remorse. The disease yeah. that we don't want to be. Well, cured. Lola, like insisting for me to sell stuff when I buy stuff. I mean, somebody told her about that. Lola. It's an investment. So Guess yeah, what I told back. my wife. It yeah. is. I said it's an investment. It keeps going up in value. They do. Unless like a vehicle. Unless yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, I paid forty-five bucks for it. It's still a actually. It's probably, it's probably, yeah, it's probably worth more. I guarantee than that. you break even at least, right? Yeah. 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 What about you? Dude? I had a uh, HK ninety-one um, right when the first assault weapons ban happened. I paid eight hundred bucks for it. I turned around and sold it for sixteen hundred, and the guy that bought it sold it for thirty-six hundred the next day. Oh my gosh! Wow. So, and now, of course, it's worth actually a lot more than that. And I just hate that. That's one of the guns I hate to sell. And yeah. a Colt Gold Cup. I sold one of those that I love. I used to do a lot of Ipsy shooting with that one. Yeah. And uh, I hate it. I sold it. I was just talking to, <laughs> I uh, getting a boot. <laughs> to uh, Bo Quinn. I was telling him uh, I had this DPMS uh, mini SAS that, uh, that DPMS put out. And during the Newtown thing, I had a guy make me an offer on it that I couldn't refuse. <laughs> I was like, man, I just, I can't refuse that. So I sold that, and of course, of course what I sold it for, you know, I could buy two now. So uh, I'll probably end up getting one of those back. Might bump it up to the 308, though. You did the right thing. You, you know, you bought low, sold high. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Now, what about a bucket list gun? Money's no object. Next gun. Anything have. you want, you can have it. What would you get? Mm. I, li- damn. I like the Negev. Okay. MIWI, Negev. that full auto. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. I like to have one of those. I've seen it. I've shot it. Have you guys had a chance to shoot that yet? Never shot it yet. Oh, okay. Really nice. Belt fed. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Then you can, obviously, you can drop that and put a magazine in it. It's pretty the cool. The only belt fed, fed gun that I would want is the, uh, the minigun. Yeah. It's too I much work. It's too M60. much work otherwise. <laughs> yeah, but the minigun goes through it too quick. All that work, like I know hours of work for 10 seconds of fun. I know it's like <laughs> thousands of rounds. What about you, Shirt? I'd have to, that's a hard one. Um, but probably a but you don't really, get rid of guns, right? Yeah, I don't. I got. Get, I need to get another safe. So I <laughs> no, I wish I did. Probably a um, probably a really nice Wilson nineteen eleven. A really nice one, you know, one of the custom made. Yeah, perfection. Yeah, I mean, and that would be something that, and I can't stand it. I'd have to shoot it like crazy. Yeah. But, it wouldn't uh, be a safe queen. No, I, I don't have safe queens. <laughs> I have to shoot them. Yeah. Oh yeah, it just didn't exist. <laughs> Same Why would somebody buy a gun and not shoot? Right. Yeah. That's a lot of people do. Barrett fifty. People, it's like buying a car and you don't drive yeah. it. Yeah. Fifty cal. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty common. A lot of people. I mean, that's that's on my bucket list too. Have one of those too. Uh oh. Uh oh. We're about to get invaded. Invaded. We're, we're being we're being told to get the hell out. We closing up shop. Uh, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> really, we can't yeah, stay yeah. here. <laughs> we 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 didn't know what was going on over here. I'm glad you guys are. <laughs> Show. I, I, it was, we we throw straws to see who's going to walk over here. <laughs> hey, where's this party moving to? Uh, Mexican at six fifteen, and everybody else has gone to SOE right now to, to visit with John Willis. Gotcha. John Willis said, "If you don't don't come by, you're wrong as dick cancer." Where's it at? All right, leadheads, we are back. We uh, got interrupted. Zeke had to leave, and we've got a new guest host with us. Yeah, I got Jared with Student of the Gun. I uh, I pulled Zeke out of the car and I duct taped him so he'd you, shut you up. You pulled one of your MMA moves on him, yeah. didn't you? Yeah, I had lateral vascular neck restraint. You're like, yes. You, you said Hodor and he turned around. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, the next thing I know, he was out of the truck and yeah. punched yeah. him in the kneecaps. Yeah. So uh, we're going we're gonna to continue with our interview with Hank Strange and Such Double Alt, also known as Don. He said I could use his name, so. I feel privileged. Is he the Don? <laughs> yeah. He is, he the, is Don. the Don. He's the YouTube oh, gun Don. Before we get into the interviews, I want to say that this is um, this event is the first time that I've had the opportunity to meet both of these guys, and uh, I appreciate the opportunity. It's nice to meet both of you. Cool. It's been nice. Same here, man. I always like a guy with you a mohawk. Suck up. Yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> no, I would see, you have to show the mohawk. No one sees that, but yeah. I actually... Everybody knows the mohawk. I doffed yeah. my cap and show it my mohawk. You it surprised me when you when you took the cap off. I was like, damn, we're brothers. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm overwhelmed by the uh, the lyrical poets that we have here. Uh, between between you and uh, CJ. Oh, God. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he, f- yeah. philosophical guy. Yeah, dude. Wow. He kept, he kept me up till three o'clock with thinking with my brain, and I was like, "Dude, I got to go deep. to bed." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he gets he gets the brain thinking. He's like, "He's a good wow. guy." Yeah, yeah he's he a good guy, deep, man. But yeah, I enjoyed having him on. But uh, we asked you guys the questions, uh, so now we want to find out a little bit more about who you are and what you do. I mean, everybody knows who you guys are. 
tell us something that maybe somebody doesn't know about you. How did you get started, Don, with with your YouTube channel? Uh, it was funny. My dad sent me a link to a video. I guess it was probably 2007, maybe 2008. And uh, it was a political video. And I watched it, and I went, wow, this is pretty cool, YouTube. I mean, that was really the first real experience. I'd yeah. heard about it. but So uh, then I kind of started watching a lot of different videos and because uh, it kind of captivates you, as you know how it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you get hooked, and especially when they link one to another one. If you like this, and go to this one. Right, yeah, and you're looking <laughs> down that column. And so then I um, I started watching some gun videos, kind of stumbled across it, and I'm like, I love guns, man. I could do a video. Mm-hmm. And now we're here we are. You're like, I can do a video better than those guys. Well, <laughs> yeah. better than those jack my, Have you ever seen any of my early videos? <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty rough. I've seen them. I've seen them. And, um, That's the same way for everybody. Though. Long before I got into this, and I'm not you know, calling you old by any means, but you've been doing this a lot longer than any of us have. Yeah, I sure have. Sonny, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. With all due respect. But, but uh, you know, I've, I've been accused of being a gear queer, you know, uh, and I don't deny that. You know, I, I like my gear, you know. But before I go out and buy something, you know, I like to do a little research on it. And uh, when I was first getting into Maxpedition, I watched several of your videos and your reviews of uh, the Maxpedition products. Right. And now I'm proud owner of, you know, at least 30 different Maxpedition products, thanks to you. <laughs> you know, and it's funny. I'm glad you brought that up because a lot of people – uh, you know, will say, well, Maxpedition, you're a fanboy, you blah, blah, blah. You know, Maxpedition, number one, doesn't pay me to do anything, but they do send me gear for me to test. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I that's really important to me is, in the case in point, is you've bought Maxpedition based on my recommendation. Mm-hmm. And that is huge to me to be accurate with stuff. Yeah. And but, I've been, I've been, I've had this for five years now, the, the Condor pack that I've got right there. And I've got you know, all kinds of, that was my first one was the Condor. It's excellent. It's just yeah. right here. Yeah. I mean, I've run that thing in my professional business that I have. Uh, I carry it with me day in, day out. Uh, I change it out when I go out of town or go on a hunt or go to a shoot or something and use it for that. So, I mean, it's constantly being used and it's been that way for like five years now and it looks brand new. I know it. They do. They look brand yeah. new. Yeah. It's cool. I can second what you're saying because I've been telling Such that my brother is a huge fan of his and that's one of the things. So he gets the yeah, Maxpedition bags. Yeah, we were talking bags. about that last night. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. then when he gets the, when, when something else comes out and he gets it, then it goes down to me. <laughs> so I have a lot of nice Maxpedition stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. And it's like new, right? Yeah, it's, absolutely. They're not man. hand-me-downs. They're yeah. still brand new. Yeah. No yeah. issues at but, all. But not only that, but you do a lot of, of great uh, prepper type, I don't want to say teachings, but tips and tricks and, you know, things things for the beginner prepper and even the more advanced. Right. Well, you know, my original channel was Fun Gun Reviews and Sensible Survival. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started doing some things. In fact, Nat Geo's Doomsday Preppers had contacted me for the for the pilot episode. I mean, they were really, oh, really? wanting to do that, and I, I just wouldn't do it. I, oh I just, man, I, you could you could be a movie star. Uh, and you'd be sitting no. in Hollywood. Well, it was you know I figured what they you know I figured the way it would kind of spin, but um, yeah. and it, it pretty much you know. But but the one thing is a lot of gun guys do prep, but not all gun guys. So yeah. I found myself doing these survival type videos, and people going, "What is this about? Why is this saying about guns?" And so, and th- of course, this was a few years ago. That's mm-hmm. actually changed. Yeah. So I took and started my sensible prepper channel, 
under the recommendation that somebody said, well, survival is, you know, it's like survivalist. That's kind of fringe. So yeah, I said prepper, which I really kind of wish I'd gone ahead and said survival. But then from there, just sensible prepping things to be prepared. Because if you're not prepping in some form, not doomsday preppers necessarily, right. Right. to me, you're the fringe. I, I mean, uh, you're out of content. A, a power outage, you know. Yeah. You, you lose you, your job. You might lose you your sick. power for a couple of days or yeah. floods or tornadoes or... Dude, I remember yeah. my grandma had a uh, a basement that we'd walk into that was a cellar where I'd walk down there. She had a shelves and shelves of canned goods. It's because she knew that when winter came, everybody would need food day after day after day. And if we got snowed in, we were, lived up north. If we got snowed in, we wouldn't be able to go to the store and get the stuff or mm-hmm. to McDonald's or whatever. So yeah. she was, in in that sense, a prepper. She yeah. did what needed to be done to survive. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Prepare for the personal catastrophes that could happen to you. There's different degrees of survival prepping, so to speak. Well, why not take care of the basic necessities of living, which is food, water, some medical, self-defense. Shelter. Shelter. Yeah. You know, your your energy source. Take care of those things. It's not all that expensive to do, unless you just go crazy. You know, unless you make it a passion and a hobby. Yeah, to where it's, you, but it's like we were talking about earlier. You know, when people start thinking about it and they look at these, they watch these shows and they see these people who have shelves and shelves and shelves of food and water and you know thousands and thousands of dollars worth of prep stuff. Well, most of those people didn't just go out to the store and buy that that day. You know, it's it's years of stockpiling that stuff. A little bit here, right. a little bit there, but mm-hmm. you know, you're never going to get to that point if you don't start. That's right. Can can I add on to the basics a little no. bit? I'm going to anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I thought you the, the basics, you got We're physical sick. basics, and you, you know what? He's tied up still. <laughs> you got it with duct tape over his mouth. Um, you got the physical basics, and then you've got psychological needs as well that you need to have. Have you ever heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs? Mm-mm. Look that up. Uh, I'm, it's a really long, in-depth thing, so I'm not going to go over it right now. But uh, it's basically like a pyramid of your needs, of what you need. And psychological is close to the bottom it's a foundation so um any of you that can hear my voice right now including you left hand Mm -hmm. look up maslow's hierarchy of needs m-a-z-z-o maslow m-a-s-l-o-w hierarchy of needs changing minds in 1943 abraham maslow one of the founding fathers of humanist approaches to management pyramid and here's a pyramid so you want me to skip down to that yep so let me start the bottom basis yep yeah so physiological, which is your health, food, sleep, safety, which is your shelter, uh, removal from danger. Uh, then it goes up to belonging, love, affection, which would be the being a part of a group, a team yep. type thing. Uh, and we talked about that with uh, CJ. Uh, the esteem, self-esteem, and esteem from others. And then your self, what is that, actuation? I can't see it from here. Actualization. Uh, achieving individual potential and that's the top of this um pavlov's dogs pyramid or what is it called <laughs> maslow's, maslow's. <laughs> maslow's. <laughs> yeah right well, um this is i mean it's a really philosophical thing yeah. but it applies to daily life not just prepping and whatever you want to call it yeah. uh daily life that's what you need in daily <clears throat> life to be successful okay that's some very people, cool. Some well, people are needy. And that's I'm a not good that point. needy. There, there needs to be balance. Right. And I think that's really... Well, let me put it... Ending. Yeah, right. Sorry to cut you off. Mm. Um, let me put it to you How this way. You. If, you've got, 
And you want me to cut it off? He's Did you say up. cut off the dawn? I said, how dare you cut off the dawn? That's oh, I, I thought you said, how Please dare you cut me. off the dong? Oh, that's what the I thought I said, too. <laughs> See where he goes? Come on. You, you always have this that one family guy. show, man. <laughs> really? This is a family show? I'm out of here. <laughs> okay, hangs out. It's not my show. Uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, go ahead, Jared. I don't remember what I was saying. I got lost in the dong. Okay, so so tell us a little bit more about you know how you how you get started with you've got two channels now though, right? That's correct. Okay, that was one of the things that I wanted to focus on the gun gear, you know, different things about self defense, and then right. go over here and look at you know different prepping things, um, you know, taking care of the basics, some of the bags and things you might need, mm-hmm. uh, some of the reasons, mindset's a big one. Uh, in fact, we did. I did a video on mindset. Said, you know, preppers are crazy. That was the video. Yeah, and uh, it was just me that walking through the woods. It, it was huge, <laughs> and it's funny because people. I said, uh, we had an incident where my family, uh, not my wife's family, mm-hmm. you know, they talk about being prepared, but they never would really do anything. And so, we had met with them one time, and we said, you know, hey, look, we're doing this. We really think you need to at least think about this stuff. And they were like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you know, nothing. Right. And so, which is fine. I mean, you know, that, we, we've done our deal. But a little, little bit later, my wife said, you know, she goes, I know they're not. And I don't know what we're going to do if something does ever happen. You know, they're not doing anything. And they'll come to us. Because mm-hmm, they know you're doing it. We can't turn them away. I said, I'm not meeting with them. And so she said, no, she said, please. And so we went went out to dinner one night. We were sitting there. And, I, and she, my wife was talking to them. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, just like they were before. And I stopped and I said, let me just say one thing. I said, I, I didn't really want to say anything. I said, but here's the deal. I said, if anything ever happens to where we need food, and I said, we love you guys, and I do. I said, I love you guys. Y'all are awesome. But I'm not taking food out of my kids' mouths yeah, to feed you. Because you haven't Because you prepared. chose not to do it. And yeah. so the next day, I start getting these uh, texts with pictures of food they've been buying and all this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, and and well, it was really great. The, the reality really set in because I guarantee you that was what was on their mind. It's like, you know, if anything happens, Don's prepared. We just mm-hmm. run over to their house and we'll be all right. But in the other danger, though, to me, and it's something that I'm really going to start working on, is the lone wolf mentality of, of the survival community and the prepping community. It's, And that really falls in line with what I just said is, mm-hmm. well, I've done all this and you haven't. Let me, I'll tell you, honestly, if my family doesn't prepare, I'm still going to take care of them because that's what a decent human being does. Right. But, yeah. at, but at the end of the day, and I know it's family, but when, when and if the apocalypse happens or happens or whatever, it's going to be every man for himself. You know? And these people are going to want to try to take what you've got. Obviously, you know you got to let them know up front. Hey, it's not going to happen. So you guys need to start prepping. I mean, that's the thing. It's going to be survival, you know. And what I've got, you're going to be lucky if you get it. Right. Start prepping for yourself and don't depend on somebody right. else. And two, I mean, if we all start dividing it up, how long is it going to last? So you know. Yeah, because you're not planning for 15 other people. Right. You know, you've planned for your family and their survival. But so now let's. How back long it. can you sustain somebody else? Right. Right. But let's back it up in another direction is the big if. It may never happen like we think it's going to happen. So you need to have another way, a reason for doing what you're doing. I mean, having insurance is great and you need it and hopefully it never will happen. Mm -hmm. But the other side of the coin is self-reliance. And to me, this helps me to be more self-reliant 
in a lot of different ways because I, I'm not dependent on the way things are are going with our you know transportation mm-hmm. or with like water Energy. the water company. I mean, just yeah. recently we had mud coming through our water system, and uh, and there was a big and it smelled. I mean, the oh, water smelled. Wow. And I mean, we live in a pretty good community with really fresh water and. It was funny because we had we had the ways to filter our water. We had Berkey, you know, filter system. We had all this stuff, mm-hmm. and um, and and food, and you know, if there's a big snowstorm, the the, sto- the you know, if transportation shut down. But yeah. the the thing is, is being more self reliant, growing our own food, doing our own things. It's healthier. It's better, and it's just a better way of life. So it makes you less reliant on other people right other people being grocery stores right you know produce companies uh mcdonald's (laughs) well you know we have a rain catchment system that i put in and uh, i went and demonstrated the whole thing and one of the big things about that is is we take that water and we uh fill our pool we use it to fill our pool we also use it to water our garden because it's a downhill deal yeah well we that's we have we're on the water system Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have we actually have the county water. You know, so it saves us money to yeah. have that. The other thing is, if you ever take that fresh water and you smell it compared to what's coming out of the tap, no it's chlorine. unbelievable. Yeah, you won't be able yeah. to drink the tap metal stuff chlorine smell so that, to it. Yeah, so you know, there, the thing is, is a lot of people. You know, you need to incorporate things into your life, right? And I think that's where a lot of people get out of balance. So how how much did this water system cost you to make? Uh, probably about fifty dollars, sixty dollars. Right. So and you save that in two or three months. Yeah. Oh, in a month. In yeah. a month, especially during the summer. I mean, yeah. a pool. I don't know what size pool you got, but it's I know big one. you know mine's like twenty three thousand gallons. Right. You know, to fill that sucker up, you know, it's like eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, our water bill shoots straight up during the summer. Yeah. But the thing is, what's kind of cool is that's also a prep. Because mm-hmm. you can drink that water, yeah, and, and the, the pool water, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I've got that's why I tell people I've got I've got a huge water reserve, yeah, <laughs> right, twenty three thousand <laughs> gallons. I've, I've got four scenarios: hurricane, tornado, drought, ice storm, all happen in the United States. Mm-hmm. Fires, too. there's four reasons, and fires too. I didn't yeah. even think about fires. There's five huge. reasons mm-hmm. right off the top of our heads. Why are they not? Why are people not preparing for those? For reality, because those are yeah. those are, those it, can it happen any day. Doesn't necessarily have to be the apocalypse. It could no. be a freaking Hurricane Katrina. Yeah. Well, I saw what happened. Well, I didn't see personally, but I saw the aftermath of what happened that threw other else. people. Mm-hmm. I think one of the ridiculous. things a lot of people get intimidated, right? So if you watch the prepper shows that they did, and they show all these, you know, the whole basements full of stuff. People who are watching that that might consider to start prepping think, man, I can't do that. I can't go out today mm-hmm. and just buy all those groceries. Right. But it's just a little tiny thing. When people take any idea in the whole as this huge thing, it's intimidating. And then psychologically, you don't do it. Yeah. Well, you're but always going to have those thing, people that, that take things to the nth degree. Mm-hmm. You need to fit somewhere in, but you know, in between yeah. that, in between not doing yeah. it in the nth degree. Yeah, and well, just do start it. doing like little things. Talking about yeah, a little bit here, a little bit yeah. there. Go out and buy three gallons of water today. Well, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a little story, and it's pretty quick. But it's uh, a buddy of mine who lived down in Central America, uh, in Nicaragua, actually, when the Sandinistas took Nicaragua. over. Yeah, yeah, he, really great guy. And in fact, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the extent but, of left hands dialect. Nicaragua. Yeah. But he was, his family was fairly well off. They had owned a number of businesses in Nicaragua, Nicaragua, and uh, they were doing very well. Well, when the Sandinistas took over, and his father had built 
pretty much a fortress where they lived. I mean, it were the wall, high walls. They had steel doors. They had tunnels under the house for wow. escaping. I mean, it was a pretty major deal. A lot of guns. Yeah. Um, and in fact, I've known this guy for a long time. He just told me this like a couple of weeks ago. He said, "Don, he goes uh, at that time. He goes, we thought we were secure. He goes, but when our house was surrounded, and he said we had food, water, everything to last it out. Right. He goes, they came to kill us because of who we were. He said, if it wasn't for my father's money they would have they bribed the people to get away which they did then once they got away he said there was nothing to stop them from taking us he said the highest walls the tunnels whatever he said they were coming they were vulnerable he said so here's the deal he goes you've got to be ready to move you got to be mobile and the way you think things are going to come out to come down are not the ways way. in fact it never really happens the way you really think it's going to come down mm-hmm. and so the, a lot of people get set in a single mindset preparation theory so those guys had prepared and like hey if anything happens we're right here they didn't plan for what if we have to leave here right mm-hmm. right or how do we leave here if we have to leave here they left with the yeah. shirt the clothes on so their back all that stuff right. they left or what if back. something happens and you're not home wow. right well, and the thing is, they left barely with their lives. Uh, and then the parents shipped the kids up to the United States, which, you know, now he's a successful business owner, does great. But, yeah. you know, he told me, he said, Don, this is the scary thing. He goes, what's happening now in America was what was happening then Man. in Nicaragua. In Nicaragua. Nicaragua. <laughs> so, and, he, and he's never told. And he said, I've never told. He goes, in fact, I've just started talking about that to friends. He goes, because I'm concerned. Yeah. Now. You know what? Whether it happens or it doesn't happen here, this is the greatest nation on earth. I love this country. But uh, for you not to take a few steps to just provide for your family is kind of it's irresponsible. Yeah, Yeah. it's irresponsible. It's very irresponsible. Definitely agreed. So, Hank, tell us tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the Hank Strange situation. Well, you know, because Lola said so. Yeah. That is really what happened. But, you know, (laughs) what a lot of people don't know about me is I was actually born in Nicaragua. (laughs) No, I wasn't because I can't even say it properly. (laughs) But you were born somewhere else, though. I was born in Guyana, which is probably not far. I can't say that. Guyana. Is it Guyana? Come on, that's so easy. Guyana. Guyana. (laughs) Land of Jim Jones, for anyone who doesn't know about that. I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah, it it was not Guyanese people. It was... All Americans that went over there and went into the Amazon and went crazy and drank the Kool-Aid. Oh, okay. That's where drinking the Kool-Aid comes from. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Right. From so, Jones. But I didn't know that that was in Guyana. Yeah, that was in Guyana. And also, um, I think it was a congressman <laughs> that went out there and he was killed. You know, that's what made the whole thing escalate. And I think that's probably the only time in history that a sitting con- U.S. congressman was killed outside of the United land. States. Yeah. So, you know, it's pretty cool. But that I was, I think at the time when all that stuff happened, I was actually living in England. You know, I left Guyana when I was five. And you went to New England? England. 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 Okay. E- the, like, England. The, London, uh, England. London. United Kingdom. He's, a, he's, a, <laughs> he's an athlete. <laughs> athlete. <laughs> so, so. How long were you in England? England. Uh, I lived there until I was about eight years old, and then I went to live in Nigeria. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So you're a well-traveled man. A little bit. Yeah, and then I came and to what the... age age are you doing all this traveling? I left Guyana when I was five. I went to England. I left England when I was eight, and then I left Nigeria when I was eleven. Came to America. So, so you've had you've had a pretty good 
sampling or dabbling with other yeah cultures I've looked, yeah I've and, seen a lot of places travel to a lot of places yeah yeah so I mean that you could compare against the American yeah. way a lot and America is the yeah. best place on the face of this planet I'm not just telling you that I mean my family you gave know, up you, you like got experience yeah like Such you know, was just saying yeah, my family were you know pretty well off in Guyana and my dad knew he had to get the hell out of there so he gave up everything that we had you know I mean that's a big deal to walk away. You know, my dad was well off. When I was a kid, my dad played chess with the prime minister of Guyana. Did he win? Uh, yeah. You know, he's a grandmaster. He's so not the, grandmaster the, Jay, is he? No. Okay. No, he was a grandmaster of chess. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the thing is... is That's that's huge, though. I mean, if somebody's a grandmaster of chess, that's... Yeah. That's not yeah. an easy game. Yeah. That's I've been playing chess since I, was, since I could do anything. <laughs> it, it is if you're smart. Yeah. Left-handed. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't say that I didn't play. I'm not Uh-oh. a great master, <laughs> so you are good. I can play. Uh oh, I sense a challenge. I challenge you. Oh, there it goes. <laughs> I accept your challenge. Good. It is owned like Donkey it's Kong. Like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to have one in Shasha. You guys are all going, right? Yes. Shasha. Cool. There you go. Oh, there's going to be chess championships going on in Shasha. I got to practice. I haven't played in like 14 years. Oh okay, but it's like riding a bike. As long as you have a brain, yeah. it's a good it's a good game because no, it's. Like, e- I've got an app for that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like you would like murder me at chess right now. And you're just being really humble. Yeah, you know it is. Yeah, he's a ringer. Yeah, yeah. It's a good game. It teaches you to think ahead, like we're we're talking about here. Yeah, you know. Um, and you were asking me about my YouTube channel, why I started it. I'm an artist, very creative person. By nature, I'm a storyteller, film filmmaker. Mm. I was going to say you started off in the film business, right? Yeah, well, not in the, in the film music business, but yeah, I'm just I'm just an artist. So and and mostly a digital artist. When I was younger, I grew up, you know, when I came here in the '80s and everything. So I remember movies like Tron and all that. And I and I oh yeah, and I always thought, yeah, movies everything's going to be digital. You know, that's where everything's going to go. So I've been self teaching myself how to do all that and how to make movies because I'm really a, I'm a storyteller at heart and, I, and to me a movie is the best way of telling a story because mm-hmm. you've in got in this day and age yeah yeah, you've got video audio all these things you can use music and you know there's so many things Especially that go into effects, it yeah. yeah absolutely so I have a YouTube channel because I thought that's the way that's a good distribution outlet we're going in that direction I, I don't want to go through Hollywood because I don't really believe a lot of what Hollywood believes they would bury you yeah and I and I believe in guns you know as an artist I believe in guns because I think that's a way to defend my ability to always be creative and say what I want to say Lola and I have two boys and you know she's a pharmacist I don't know if people know that she works all the time so I gave up what I do because we really didn't have a huge family structure to help us raise the kids because mm-hmm. I moved away from New York where I grew up I just couldn't take it anymore and I decided you know what I'm going to raise my kids myself and walk away from what I was doing mm-hmm and now that they're teenagers, I'm starting to go back in that direction. And I started my YouTube channel as a way just to keep my skills sharp and show people something that I was really getting into mm-hmm. and I really cared about. And, you know, and it's it's actually taken off. It's funny how things happen right. like that. It's not, <laughs> I never intended it to, you know, go that way. But right. now I'm all caught up in it. <laughs> I'm sitting over here next to Such. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Being interviewed you never by know left where hand. life's going to take you. Yeah. So, what's that that uh, Forrest Gump said? Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's very cool. A box of chocolates. Yeah. Life's like a box of chocolates. 
Mama said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just Great remember movie, the shrimp, right? all the kinds of shrimp. Bubba yeah. Gum. Oh. Lots, have you ever been to a bubblegum? No. That Dude. guy's on the, the TV show Nashville now. Oh, the guy that was his friend that was... Yeah. He's on Nashville? Yeah, he's on the TV show Nashville. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. I can't remember what his name is, but... No, I, but that guy played soldiers See, in a lot oh, of movies. Sorry. Pepper has met him. Oh, okay. Yeah. She, yeah. she works on the, the show also. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah, she's actually going to be on... Uh, she's in an episode coming up. Could she you? got her first speaking role. Wow. Yeah. They gave her permission. You to are speak. dating model chicks, like the rappers. Movie stars. Yeah. <laughs> Popping bottles, really. son. <laughs> I get to meet her at, yeah. at Chacho. Yeah, you hadn't met her yet? Oh, yeah, no, dude. Okay. Maybe. Cool. No, I don't think so. Yeah. She's very she's very cool. Yeah. I'm really bad with names, but I'll remember her face. Cool. If I cucumber. Her. So, back to you. Oh, okay. This I mean, I, I could talk about the ladies all day. <laughs> yeah. Lola's not here. <laughs> she's gonna I could just get in trouble later. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. None of you guys will be around when I get in trouble. So. <laughs> they made me. It was, I was at gunpoint. You couldn't see because there was only on on uh, radio. There was yeah. no cameras. Yeah. yeah, I like to get in trouble when no with Lola when nobody's around. When nobody's around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, can, so tell us about you've got some <laughs> other things kidding. that you're that you're working. Is that some stuff you can talk about now or? Um, yeah, there's a couple of things. I'm working on a show outside of the, the outside of the channel. Yeah. yeah, I'm working on something that we're calling LFX, which stands for Live Fire Exercise, mm -hmm. and it's completely different from from what I do on the channel. In terms of on the channel, I don't really plan anything. Yeah, I kind of more just, like us, fly by the seat of your pants. And yeah, I just jump in there and do whatever and have fun. Where I'm not, she lays is where she stays. Yeah, I love that actually. That's what it's about. Yeah, but the live fire <laughs> exercise stuff, I I write it and then we get out there and we shoot it and then rewrite it and do all kinds of. Yeah, you showed stuff. me an episode of it last night and I was right. impressed, man. It was really good. Thank you. It's it, that was a really segment good. I it's showed high you. Quality. It was high quality stuff. Thank you. Yeah, I've got a partner that's working with me on that, Mark. Um, that's a segment from the show that we're going to do, and it's going to be not – that segment is about guns, mm -hmm. but the show is not going to be all about guns. It's going to be – it's going to cover the other things that us gun guys are into, music, cars, whatever whatever it is that we're into. Yeah, uh, It's going to be a little broader than that and pull people in, but we figured we'd put out something. We're working on the pilot, mm -hmm. but we'll put out something to let people know what we're doing just because it takes so much time, and it takes me away from the channel. Yeah. You know, and then I've been on the road a lot. I feel like this I is my last thing for this year, but I've been, I feel like I've spent yeah. this whole year. On I think the, road. the LFX is a is a project worth uh, pursuing. Uh, okay, I think, cool. I, I, mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Were you? In I'm the, not easily impressed. <laughs> thank so you. you know. Yeah, that's. So, I I'm noticed. not saying that. Yeah, I'm just. I'm yeah. not just saying that. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate Were that. Were you in the team room when we did the video analyzation last night? No. Were you awake? Damn. Why? What happened? Because I feel like you're going to be doing what we were talking about last night. Oh, that's okay. I think a lot of guys have this idea. I don't think that not, there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And I think that's great. I think that's what we well, should do. We were talking do. about it, and that's something that yeah. you know, Zeke right. and yeah. I have, have been talking about doing for the past year. Right. You know, I mean, he just well, see, he's actually now. doing it. So. Yeah. What we're doing is modeling that, like Top Gear BBC, if you've ever heard of Top Gear, it's one of the best shows on the face of the planet, TV shows. Um, Next and, to The Walking Dead. Right. Don't get offended. That's, How do they walk if they're dead? Yeah. <laughs> How do they walk if they're dead? They're zombies. They're the walking dead. So they're alive. No, they're dead. They're zombified. 
You know zombies are real, yeah, right? You know that. Yeah, they they uh, live in big cities. They've been in America. taken over by yeah. a virus. <laughs> <laughs> they live in Atlanta. We are Atlanta. living in the zombie <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. L.A. Yeah. I think I think we should do that in the gun community. We need to spread out and show people that we're not one dimensional because we're not. No. Mm-hmm. And I think there should be a lot of things like what you guys are showing that now. You're you're branching off and you're starting, you know, additional channels. It's like, you know, this is what it started off as, but there's more to me than this. Mm -hmm. You started your other channel, your additional channel, and you went off and you started this LFX. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking about starting another thing, and you guys are talking about starting another thing. Absolutely. We got a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. Yeah. So we all in the the gun industry, it's in its infancy. And the reason it has stayed in its infancy so long is because nobody works together. They're yeah. all like, we have our thing, yeah. and we don't want anybody else Everybody to have wants it. to keep Stop their little piece of yeah. that, and let's work together. Yeah. Pie, but see, yeah. I, I, and I, you're right. Yeah. I think that um, with YouTube, we've taken away a lot of the competitive spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, to me, the more that Hank succeeds, the more that we all succeed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Agreed. the more that you guys and you guys. Uh, it's like this weekend, you know, coming together. You know, Eric from Iraq Veteran Eight 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 and Tim Harmson from um, you know Military Arms Channel and uh, Nothing Fancy and Hickok. I mean, we're all friends. Yeah, you know, we we get together, we do things. Yeah. And um, now we haven't met Nothing yet. Yeah, I would love everybody to meet else. Yeah, I mean, we're all, we're we're all close, close knit guys. I love he you, Nothing Fancy. Awesome guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he. Just well, I mean, he's is. like you. He's one of the guys that before I even was was into this, yeah. I was you know, I was watching their channel, and you know, I'd go to them. They're kind of my go to mm-hmm. when I needed a review on something or opinion, and on still something. do. I yeah. still go there. You just had to make sure you have your gear in place. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, he caught me running to the car getting my... <laughs> oh, gear check? That's my gear check. Should we do, should we do a gear check right no, now? No, no. Do EDC Uh-oh. check? No. Oh, no, 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 let's do a gear check. Okay. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm game. I'm doing All right, let's do it. I'm down. Let's see. EDC check. Put it on the table. Bam! I got a flashlight. Everybody's emptying their pockets. We got Extra keys. weapons. Wait a minute. My keys are in there. All right. Well, so you're, you're having some... Cool. Uh, you're my having phone some is part of my EDC. My yeah, jacket I think that is not on, so I guess that doesn't count. But gun. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Left hand brings out the bag. <laughs> yeah, what you oh, he's got his bag right here. Dude, okay, we're oh, beat. Oh, that, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. You can't win I'm now. I'm a loser. Yeah, yeah. he's got his bag. Got my, right hey, you got a med kit in there? Um, no. You man. lose. I am the only one with a med kit in, in this room. You all lose. Oh, oh man. Okay, okay, we lost. Got, Where is this med kit? It's in that jacket right here. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So if I'll I give you that. You all bleed out, and I'll. Yeah. I'll I'm getting ready for bacon. I got a lot That's of tools right, right here. Though. I got a tape measure. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, so what do you got? What do you got? I already put all. I had everything. I just put it yeah. back. Gun, yeah. flashlight, knives, screwdrivers, extra flashlights, oh, bottle openers, paracord, paracord. Yep. Yeah. I think my phone is part of my EDC. I Where's think your that qualifies. Where's your firearm? Glock 19 on the hip. There you go. Everybody's got a Glock hat here. Don't yep. they? Yeah. Glock. Glock my, Glock. Is everyone Glocked out? Yep. At this table? Yep. What? 40. Okay, so you got a, you've got a Glock 20. What's your? Oh, nice. I got the 27 on the ankle. Okay, so 27, Glock 27, Glock 23. 23 and 27. I got, 23 and 27. I got, I got a 23 with a 9mm conversion barrel and the uh, Smith & Wesson J-frame. Oh, and I've just got a, you know, run-of-the-mill Glock 19, but I love it. Yep. Very cool. Glocks. And blades. Who's got blades? I've got my bench. Spider Co. Garage. 
SOG right there. My blade's in the truck. And another little box cutter. My flashlight, actually, the battery went dead this morning. I got two on me. You can have one. Okay, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I got a Terralux TT1, and then I got the uh, Streamlight little mini one. Yeah, little mini Streamlight that's got like 45 lumens. Okay, now how often... How often do you guys see this? I love those. Is that a yeah. Magpul? It's a sure, uh, Keltec. Keltec flashlight yeah, yeah, yeah. with the the trigger one. Love those. I've, I've been wanting one of those, but they're expensive as hell, aren't they? Yeah. Well, you should just do what I do. I just stole it from them when from they were looking. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah there you go. Chad, to this, you know. Yeah, yeah. He he knows that. <laughs> Chad, Chad I, I always catch him at shot a show, cool dude. He's gonna listen. To this yeah, thing. Chad is a cool dude. We're we're good friends with Chad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think. Yeah, every, everyone here knows Chad, yeah, right? Chad. Yeah, everybody knows Chad. Caltech Chad. Ch- Chad's the man. Chad's yeah. the kind of guy that you can throw up in the back of his car and he doesn't care. Yeah, yeah left hand and, and, and I were uh, in w- that interview was on the blaze from Chad's video. They had oh yeah, that's right. cool. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, that was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. You were telling me that. But that I was on the blaze. That. Is that where I, I video bombed you? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now I'm glad I video bombed yeah. you because yeah. first I was very embarrassed because I didn't realize I was video bombing Such. I thought I was just I video bombing. See, everybody thinks I'm Zeke. Talking lead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute, I thought that was Such. <laughs> now they're going to think Zeke Such. Oh, that would be funny. Yeah. You got to get him on yours. In, hey, hey now we should have done that. Is Such cheer? That would be hilarious. Uh, it's it was it was a couple of weeks ago, but what happened was they picked up. They said blowing up a truck or something like that, and then there were two videos on there. And my buddy Skinny Medic, who does a good bit of stuff, uh-huh. uh, medical stuff on YouTube, and um, his video was on there. Guy. Yeah, he is a good yeah. guy. And then um, um, Chad's video was actually right there next to it, and that's where we came in. But it was funny oh, okay. because he he did mostly music and it just showed a montage of all this shooting, and then all of a sudden the interview was live, and mm-hmm. we did the interview, and then went right back into shooting and doing whatever. Oh, that's it kind cool. Of cool. It was really cool. So they kind of did their own little video and edited us into it. Is that what it was, or well, was, it was it our just, actual yeah. video? No, it was he, it was Chad. I guess they must have had he must have had somebody filming too as well. Oh, during our oh, yeah. during our interview. Oh, what was uh, that Matt? Matt from was filming. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, so that guy's very good. Got some. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, video cool, itself yeah. is really good. Okay. They're good guys over there. If you know Chad, you know he does not call you back. Yeah, Chad. I said that. <laughs> call me back. He calls me back. Huh? Really? I don't know. Uh-huh. Must be the Mohawk. Oh, Chad, okay. you know how I feel about you. No. <laughs> really? He's slow. Do you know Chad has a baby? He has a little baby a puppy dog. Baby puppy oh, dog? Charlie, yeah. I was like a child. Whoa. When does he ever see it? Huh? Does he take it, that, it with this him? This dog is, the last time I was at Caltech, this dog just follows Chad around Caltech. Chad, um, <laughs> tell Derek I said hi too, please, because I don't want to leave him out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chad Chad got his uh, back rub for the day. You got a plug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call me back, Chad. Speaking of Caltech. Speaking of Caltech and down things there. that rhyme. Yeah. You've got a nice little giveaway. KSG, yeah. We're giving away a KSG. OD Green KSG from Caltech. Now how, does, how does one? How would one go about entering to win that? We have a video, which qualifying. we did at Caltech. It was like a little mini tour of Caltech, uh, specifically the KSGs, because they're making a lot of them. I think they make about 250 every day. So you go watch that video, subscribe to our channel, comment on that particular video, and share it up. And you're in. That's it. Yeah. That's all you got to do. And then, That's and then it. Win. I think Ch- Chad disqualified Caltech employees. Sorry. Okay, so. But everyone else is in. You're eligible, Suits. You're eligible. Yeah. You're eligible, my friend. Sweet. You should pick yeah. my name. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> now, here's the thing. I'm going to create 50,000 YouTube accounts. Yeah. Sure. Now, I've, already, I've, already, I've already. Yeah, that's what we were talking if about. If I win, I'm going to put it back up for giveaway. Yeah, I think that's cool. So I'm going to re gift it. Right. <laughs> if anyone. If anyone gonna, it's going to be like an ongoing thing. So if I win it, then it's going to be the um, Talking Lead, Hank Strange, Keltec Chad. KSG giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and if you win, win it, it well, then it's got to be the suit, a, stalking lead, Hank Strange, uh, Celtic Chad KSG giveaway. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. If anyone in the in the business in doing the business. what we're doing, just pass, you know, pay yeah. it forward, kind that's of a, a thing. Idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone's like eligible unless you work for Caltech. Sorry about that. If you know the people by Caltech or at Caltech by name, then you should forward I'm the guy. I'm not giving it back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It ends here. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. Just check that out um, on YouTube slash Hank Strange. Cool. And then I know we've posted it on our uh, Facebook page. And Thank you. In media. So yeah. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody that is plugging that. I appreciate it. World peace. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Such, what do you got? What do you got coming up? You got any anything new and exciting that well, we need to know about? Yeah, I have a lot of good. I have a lot of good things in the pipe. I mean, it's it's been a very busy year. In fact, things have really just kind of kicked up this year for some reason. So while I don't really, I can't really say I have something in particular. Mm-hmm. You know, I have been doing a lot of meet and greets, which have been really pretty cool. Oh yeah. Um, going to some of the stores, like I was down personal at, appearance uh, kind of things. Yeah, oh, yeah, cool. nice. And uh, I've I've done them here and there, especially for going gear down in Atlanta. It's a big flashlight knife deal. It's yeah. really cool. Um, and Marshall's a buddy of mine, and, and I've done a number there, and uh, they've been very successful. I mean, right. just tons of people, you know. And so we did one down in Adventure Outdoors in Atlanta, one of the largest gun shops in the southeast, mm-hmm. and pretty big deal. And uh, that, they said it was the biggest day they've had since their uh, July the awesome. 4th sale, which was like the biggest sale they'd ever had. So it yeah. was it was wow. a pretty major event. And I was down there with the head down rifle guys and um, Bill Frady from Lock and Load Radio. I mean, we had a, right. we had a group together. But it was a lot cool. of fun. Bill's a good dude. Yeah, he is yeah. a good guy. He lives about five minutes from me. Cody, Cody. Yeah. Was Cody That's there cool. from head down? Um, yes, he Cody. was there. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my um, also... Um, Oh, Tack Daddy. Kevin, the Tack Daddy was the there. Tack Daddy. Yeah, yeah Kevin. Yeah. Hey, he's a nice Tack guy. Tack Daddy! Yeah, we, we know Tack Daddy. Yeah, we were on his show uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. I uh, haven't, haven't met him in person yet. Oh, no, Looking you haven't? Looking forward to doing that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Very cool guy. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun. And we and I've done a number of them. In fact, people, it was in Georgia specifically. A lot of people. That's where the laughing. zombie outbreak is going to happen. That's right. Well, that's where the <laughs> yeah. Walking Dead is. Yeah. That's how they feel in The Walking Dead. How do your fans find out about that? So, like, if I'm your fan and I want to know what you're doing one of these things, how do I stay in the loop? You can go to my Facebook page. Um, it's Such Fun Gun, Such 00 Fun Gun Reviews Facebook page. And then, um, of course, my YouTube channel. And I announce them usually. Oh, you do? But cool. Sometimes I announce them kind of late. <laughs> but, uh, still, you know, but I, I was tried last week, but hey, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not quite that late, <laughs> but you know, they're good. I mean, it's and it's really great to meet guys like that, you know. I mean, it's um, it's really an honor, really cool. So, Hank, if you ever come by, I'll, I'll be nice to you and shake your hand. Absolutely, I'll love it, man. I'm gonna take pictures, <laughs> Might get a sticker. Such is out of patches, so could you send him some more? Yeah, you can go to. Because well, I don't have one yet. Go to MacBlakes.com <laughs> and you can get a patch. Does he sell patches? Yeah, he sells the patches okay. there. So cool. Very good. So Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram, Twitter. You doing all that? Twitter, Instagram. I accidentally hooked up with my daughter's Facebook page, so I've got to straighten all that out. But oh, that's okay. something coming up. Gotcha. 
Mm-hmm. Hank, what are all your your? Channels? I'm on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, Twitter. Just search Hank Strange in Google. See what comes up. He's, he's the dude with the mohawk. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> you can't miss him. Or what, what did Ben call or, you? He called you. He gave you a nickname. You know what? Michelangelo. <laughs> Michelangelo. <laughs> and as always, Jared, keep, keep your, your loved, loved ones, ones close. close. And your firearms closer. And keep your in-laws far, far away. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) All right, guys. Good show. Awesome. So since I missed the second half of the show, it's now my responsibility to thank our sponsors. So I'd like to thank ICE Training, icetraining.us. Also, if you want to become a gunsmith, uh, get your associate's degree in firearms technology, or get any of our standalone build courses you can go to www.sdi.edu. That's Sonoran Desert Institute School of Firearms Technology, sdi.edu. Also, Holder and Green Professional Real Estate Services. Left hand, when you hear this, I don't know the number. <laughs> but for all your Middle Tennessee real estate needs, uh, get in touch with Holder and Green Real Estate Services if you want to this is the only episode you ever listened to and you hadn't heard the others, send us an email, talkinglead at gmail.com. We'll get you the contact info. Savoie Leather, savoileather.com, cantubrunerdesigns.com. Also, 1776 United to get all of your pretty slick little t-shirt swag that are Second Amendment related and the Talking Lead t-shirts. And as always... Keep your loved ones close and your firearms closer.